Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. And for this week only, get a 110% sign-on bonus. 110% of your initial deposit by using code NEXTROUND. That's MyBookie.ag, code NEXTROUND. Jim Dunaway, Lance Taylor, Ryan Brown, and Rockstar. Live from the Birmingham Racecourse Casino Studios, the next round, presented by Bud Light, is on now. All right, we'll get to uh, Bandwagon Sports in just a second. Ron Slay as well in uh, in a moment. Brownie, uh, get ready with uh, Bandwagon. I'll re-update you here on everything going on. Kansas City wins the Super Bowl. Um, and once again, Patrick Mahomes is your MVP. Goes to overtime, seventh longest game ever. 25-22. UAB gets a basketball win yesterday on the road at Tulsa, 70-63. to Sanford won over the weekend, setting a regular season record for wins in a season at Sanford. Bucky and them now 22-3 and as they beat VMI. We told you about Alabama beating LSU to stay tied for first in the SEC. Auburn dropping one to Florida. Auburn plays the other team tied for first. South Carolina down at Neville Arena coming up on Wednesday. Uh, Alabama softball 5-0 and won a couple of uh, top 10 plays on SportsCenter this weekend over in Atlanta Auburn Gymnastics beat Alabama and let's see one other thing oh Charles Barkley is on Instagram now he's uh, got a social media account well they had to do a lot of arm twisting to get him on yeah our friends at Red Mod Vodka yeah. twisting that arm yeah look and there was good content because he was in Vegas he was pulling up in a uh Either a Rolls or a Bentley in one of the videos that I saw. I, I, I hope that Charles can continue his social media once he gets back from the desert. <laughs> well, you think, you're saying you think somebody's running that account, not Charles? Oh, I know somebody's running yeah. it, but I'm, just, I'm wondering how involved he is going to be once they get back. You know, of all the ones, if I were just going to, I don't like Instagram, so I'm, I guess I'm biased here. It's my least favorite of the social media platform so oh, really yeah that's not a big instagram fan yeah two years ago it would have been tiktok for you no i'm still on tiktok oh, i know no i'm just saying oh. before you really got involved in tiktok oh. you would have been like this tiktok's a bunch of dancing yeah but i like yeah well yeah once you get past the dancing i like tiktok because it's quick and you know feeds my bad attention span See, just, instagram's the only one i like and it's more just storing pictures i don't really take enough like i only post like once every four or five yeah. months but yeah, Instagram's just boring to me. I've never liked Instagram. Uh, bandwagon Sports, you have to look your best to play your best. And Bandwagon can help your team find the perfect uniforms for a stellar season ahead. Bandwagon can be with you every single step of the way from developing your team logo design to choosing from their multitude of samples. You name the sport, they make it happen. Get your uniform journey started. Shoot a message now on any social media platform or check out the website, bandwagonsports.com. You can find it all right there, bandwagonsports.com. Next round, it is time to jump on the bandwagon, bandwagonsports.com. While we wait on Ron Slay, Greg Byrne did did tell Nick Kelly and folks that uh, Alabama understood there was a possibility that Ryan Grubb um, would leave Alabama, would not become the OC. Kalen DeBoer knew that, uh, and they have a plan, and they're acting on that plan now. We'll find out if that's Missouri's Kirby Moore or someone else to join the coaching staff, or if Jamarcus Shepard and Nick Sheridan become the OCs or some form of that as they work through that process over there. Uh, by the way, Saturday was one month 
since Nick Saban retired. One month. Seems longer than that now, doesn't it? It does, A yeah. lot has gone on since Saturday. One month since the Nick Saban retirement. Well, um, it's only been a month, huh? Only been one month. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, a lot has gone on. I, I was, know. It I really was, has. I was on Sirius XM earlier today, and um, they were like, so is the dust finally settled? And I was like, it does not seem like it. It seems like there's something new. You know, just when you think it is going to settle, something new like Ryan Grubb leaving pops up. Yeah. And you're just ready to get 201 days now to the Western Kentucky game so it feels normal again at Alabama. No, I, yeah, I mean, I, I think for Kalen DeBoer, it has been nonstop something, right? Yep. You know, the train, you know, taking the job, convincing the coaches to come with you, having to hire in basically an entire new defensive staff. Some, you know, there was the Freddie Roach holdover. The transfer portal opening up and players, you know, leaving there and you don't really get a chance to convince them to stay maybe. Then you finally get all of that settled. And at, at some point over the last couple of weeks, uh, Ryan Grubb sticks his head in the office, says, hey, I got something to tell you. I mean, you know, it's 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 been a whirlwind for yeah. Kayla DeBoer. I can't imagine this. I guy. just wonder how long this staff has known that Grubb is gone. Well, I mean, I don't know how big a surprise in Seattle. You tell me you were on with Brock the moment the Pete Carroll news broke. You were on with Brock. How big a surprise was it to Brock? That Pete Carroll was out? Yeah. It was not a surprise. So it wasn't a surprise at all. So they've been knowing there's going to be a coaching change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there was there was a, a lot of thought that, that a lot of people believed either Pete Carroll was going to retire or Seattle was going to do this mutual decision where they kind of force out Pete, which they ultimately did. But the interesting thing was, you know, Grubb was never a con- uh, considered a candidate for the Washington job. Grubb University really, up, yeah, yeah. Grubb really never popped up. Like that's not something that Brock brought up that Seattle was looking at until it got reported by Pro Football Focus right. last Friday that the Seahawks were looking at him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know he wanted to be the Washington head coach. Ryan Grubb did because he oh, wrote sure. in his goodbye to Seattle. Uh, I'm sad that I have to leave and not become the Washington coach. I want to continue the tradition we built, blah, 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 that kind of stuff. It's kind of weird the Seahawks valued him more than Washington did, apparently. Yeah. Isn't that strange? It seems like if you had the train rolling like it was rolling, yeah. Ryan Grubb probably would have been able – I'm, I'm right about this, right? When Nick Saban left Michigan State, did he not send a plane back to get any of the assistants who wanted to join him and nobody but one person got on the plane? Yeah, I think Bobby Williams, right? I think Bobby Williams. And Bobby Williams, and uh, you know who else was on that plane? He was a GA at the time. It was Adam Gase, the former Miami and New York Jets head coach. Adam I think Gase. Those, are, those are the two people that jumped on. So they yeah. sent a whole plane, yep. and all the assistants said, I'm not going with Nick to LSU from Michigan State. And you wonder if Washington had gave Ryan Grubb the job, if Kalen DeBoer would have sent the plane back and none of them would have gotten on. You you wonder if the, if Grubb had stayed, those guys have been together so long. Well, you know the defensive guys were because they were not welcome. Well, and look, yeah. if, I, if I was Washington, I mean, you can say what you want about Jetfish, and I understand that things seem to be going in the right direction in Tucson. Really good job at Arizona. But I almost would have kept as much as I could at Washington. I would have, too. I mean, just to, just to try to keep it rolling but, on. But I don't know if you guys remember this because we had a lot going on at the time. But Brock came on with us right after the DeGrub story – or the DeGrub uh, – the DeBoer story broke. And we point-blank asked him about Grubb getting that job. He's like, no, 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 not going to happen. And, I mean, this was fresh in the wake of DeBoer taking the Alabama job. Like, we're less than – you know, 10 hours from DeBoer taking that job. And Brock was already saying that is not going to happen. Yeah. And we were all stunned at how quickly Brock dismissed Ryan Grubb getting the job. And one of the selling points on DeBoer was how that whole coaching staff would stay together. Yeah. 
and they've fragmented quite a bit uh, since that announcement. Yeah, they're in, everywhere now. In one month. Um, I assume DeBoer has come back from Seattle since going to get uh, I, his luggage. You no, know, I'm not tracking planes. Taylor, <laughs> everybody's tracking Taylor's plane. I, I don't know if we were tracking DeBoer's. Uh, uh, there is some breaking news in college football, though, on the head coaching front. Okay. UCLA has hired Deshaun Foster. Wow. Deshaun wow. Foster's a head coach? That's the head coach, according to Pete Thamel. Yeah, I knew he was going to be in the mix. I had heard uh, last night. Barry Tom, Odom. And Tommy Reese. Yeah. Apparently Tommy Reese was deep in the discussion. Yeah. UCLA's got some major problems, this is showing me. And Ron Slay will join us when he joins us. So we'll get to the, the, the reason why UCLA has an opening. Wait, wait. Do you think UCLA, a team in the Big Ten, where they lost their head coach to become a Big Ten <laughs> offense coordinator, has got problems? That's what I'm saying. When you Deshaun Foster is a great player and may turn yeah. out to be a great coach. But if you're looking at Deshaun Foster, Tommy Reese, and possibly Barry Odom from UNLV, who did a great job to be your head coach of a Big Ten program in a major market, there are some problems there. And that's the point, LT. Chip Kelly was an OC, basically a head coach now in the Big Ten. That's where UCLA is now. He leaves a Big Ten head coaching job to become an offensive coordinator in the Big Ten. He's not leaving group of five like Kane Womack did from South Alabama to be a a DC uh, in the SEC. He's leaving the same conference, to go same conference and step down from head coach to the OC. I said this on Twitter over the weekend. I said either he has become so disgruntled with the UCLA administration, he knows he's going to get fired. I think he was going to get fired if he didn't beat USC last year. Or two, he's so tired of being the head coach in college with the schedule that he doesn't want to work as hard anymore. And I said, either one of those two, I don't want you on my coaching staff. Well, look, you're about to see how difficult this job is because I think Chip Kelly did a really good job with the resources he had. And Deshaun Foster is going to be a nice story coming over from Antonio Pierce's staff in Vegas. And I think he's only been a running backs coach in his coaching career. And, I think you're right, yeah. yeah. I mean, this is going to be a massive step for Deshaun Foster. Good luck to him. Uh, this is probably really good news for USC. It's official now. He's yeah. the head coach at UCLA. Yeah, I saw he was on a short list, but I never thought he'd get this job. I, um, you know, the Chip Kelly thing, he was obviously trying to get out of there, right? I mean, he it looked like maybe the lead candidate for the commander's offensive coordinator job. Um, there were reports that he was in deep with the Raiders, and they went a different direction. And then, as we were following this Ryan Grubb stuff, you know, Kelly's name kept coming up in Seattle too, that he might get the Seattle job. And it was going to look like, oh, here we go, another college coach going to the NFL to get out of the college rat race. When in fact, he was just trying to get out of UCLA. Yeah. Do you think that was because he knew eventually he was going to get fired? Well, I don't know. If they are in this bad of a shape, I don't know what his buyout was. So if they're in this bad of a shape, I don't know if they've got that kind of money to buy him out now. Yeah, and I heard the transition to the Big Ten was going to be really difficult for UCLA. This was this is about to be a bad situation. And now you think about how bad it could become with Deshaun Foster, first-time head coach. Because am I wrong? Did they not agree to share revenue with the other uh, system schools? I don't think they agreed to it. I think they, they were, had yeah, to they were with Cal Berkeley. Cal with Berkeley. Cal Berkeley. Yeah. So they're not even getting the full Big Ten cut. They're going to have to share some of that with Cal Berkeley because they dis- they basically disbanded the, the Pac-12. Yeah. So this is not going to be the same move for UCLA that it is for USC or for Washington or for Oregon, uh, eventually for those schools. So UCLA is making it official to Sean Foster, who was their running backs coach, and just going to the Raiders with Antonio Pierce, will have a cup of coffee in Vegas, 
Maybe he got good Super Bowl tickets, and now he's back to UCLA. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, look, Chris brings up a good point. Foster has to bring UCLA into Baton Rouge early next year. Good luck. UCLA at LSU, one of those great out-of-conference games for LSU next year, who plays both UCLA and USC uh, in the schedule. Uh, Eddie says, leave L.A. for Columbus, Ohio. Uh, it it make a lot of sense, does it? It doesn't because of the uh, – we all just grew up, it's better to be a head coach than a coordinator, right? Yep. Everybody, you always assume every coordinator wants to be a head coach someday. And Chip Kelly was that. Um, I just feel like he's getting out ahead of the posse that he knew that whoever's in charge out there didn't like him. He was doing maybe better than he should have been doing, winning eight games every year, four losses, four losses, five losses last three years, uh, beat USC, that maybe it was a good time to save his reputation, get out and go and win some ball games as an OC. But, you know, he's one of those guys, and Brown's talked about the retread of both the NFL and college, uh, the coaching circles. He Even if he would have had a 6-6 six and six in year one, I still think he ends up and he's able to get a job somewhere else. I just would have been intrigued to take UCLA into the transition of the Big Ten if I was Chip Kelly. I would rather take a shot with UCLA in the Big Ten than be an offensive coordinator under Ryan Day where you're really not going to get the credit. You know, I'm, his offense, how would you grade his offense at UCLA? Uh, <laughs> Quarterback-driven. Well, I think the last couple of years haven't been that. But, like, I give him a B-plus overall at yeah. UCLA. When he left the college game, he was an A-plus. Oh, I mean, yeah. He was the offense yeah. everybody wanted when he left the college game. We always wanted to see Chip Kelly's Oregon yep. against Alabama's defense, right? Yep. That was the matchup we never got to see. We got to see Chip Kelly and Auburn on a slippery surface, so we didn't get to see two great offenses at their full potential. Yeah, but that offense didn't go up and down the field against Auburn. It did not. Middle of the pack defense. It that year, that wasn't even an elite defense. It did not. All year. And, that, and we always said, boy, if, you had, if that offense had to play SEC defense like they did Auburn, would it be as good? And it wasn't. No. Um, I, wonder, I wonder what it'll look like. He and Ryan Day have a history. Ryan Day played for Chip Kelly at New Hampshire, so they've got a history together. Uh, so there's that dynamic to it. Uh, do you think Chip Kelly uses Ohio State as a stepping t- stone to a better job to be a head coach again? I mean, I would think that's the reason he did this. I mean, but what kind of job is he going to get? Better, better to be to choose it, to leave UCLA to be an OC at Ohio State than to get fired at UCLA. I mean, but if I'm an athletic director and I want to hire Chip Kelly, I sit him down and say, okay, explain to me this move. Yeah. You were a head coach. You were a head coach at a school that's on my level. Yeah. I was, big school. I was told that was a lazy take on social media this weekend, but that's what I want to know. Yeah. Dude, you don't think you're good, a good enough coach that you can take UCLA and win in my same league that you want to come be my OC? Why do I want to hire yeah, you? Yeah, how's that a lazy take? I, just, I, I don't was know. Ohio State fan saying that. I just think that I want to know why you left being a, a head coach to be an offensive coordinator in the same league. Yeah, unless you're planning – like if he was like – it's different. I really want to focus on what I love, and that's offense. And I don't yeah. think I was fair being able to delegate okay. responsibilities to everybody else. If that is, in fact, the reason, then you could stomach that. But if it's like, I don't think we could have won at UCLA, I don't like that. But well, even then, even then, if I'm an AD hiring a head coach and you've just sat here and told me my real love is calling offensive plays, not being a head coach, I'm not hiring you for my program. I don't okay. care what your record is. Because you have to work your ass off as a coordinator. I mean, is he going to go out and recruit? Well, he's, he's got, got to. to. He's got to. Yes, he's no, got to. But, but, but that's one of the knocks on Chip Kelly. People say that Chip Kelly absolutely hates recruiting. It, which well, was why he went to the NFL the first time. Which is why I don't want him as my offensive coordinator. 
I mean, that guy's got to be a dog in recruiting. Right. I agree. Unless he just sits there and they come to him. Do well, you think Bill O'Brien was going to tear it up in recruiting? I don't think he did. You know, no, and, and, and he wasn't going to at Ohio State either. I think Ryan Day has baked this into the cake that I, you know. So Bill O'Brien, you're going to hire him as BC's head coach and he can't recruit? <laughs> you don't think that's going to work, Lance? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but let, let's be honest, okay? And we'll, we'll factor in Ryan Grubb to this as well. And this is a good discussion to have. We that cover the sport make a big deal out of like Ryan Grubb leaving Alabama or Kentucky getting an offensive coordinator, you know, now or Ohio State getting Chip Kelly as an offensive coordinator. Do you think it's that big of a deal to the actual players themselves? Or do you feel like we just live in a world now in this era of college football that the players don't care who the coordinators are? They just want to know what's my NIL deal and what's my NFL potential? Can you get me to the NFL and how much are you going to pay me until you get me to the NFL? I, I think there's a lot of that. I mean, I haven't talked to anybody that says the first question for a player is, what can you do for me now? They all say that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think getting me to the NFL, that is somewhat related to who the coordinators are. I mean, there is a tie in that, right? right. I mean... Do you think Alabama got players over the years because Kirby Smart was the defensive coordinator? Uh, well, I think a lot of them were there because of Nick Saban and Kirby Smart. Yeah. That tandem together were fantastic. Yeah, or Jeremy Pruitt even. Not just yep. Kirby, but I think when Jeremy Pruitt was there too. So, you know, I, I think sometimes they used to follow coordinator. I don't know if they do anymore. And off of that, I'll give Lane Kiffin and Sark some credit. I think because of their schemes, I think Alabama got some great receivers. Oh, I think Bryce Young was in Tuscaloosa because of Sark, right? I do too. Yeah. I do too. Now, I don't know if that was just that he recruited him or if it was the combo if he recruited him and Bryce saw, boy, playing for Steve Sarkeesian, I can really showcase my skills. Yep. And then he ends up playing for Bill O'Brien. But I, you know, I, do think, I do think Bryce Young was in Tuscaloosa because of Steve Sarkeesian yep. and Nick Saban. I mean, I don't think you can discount Nick Saban's role in it. Obviously, he was the head coach. But, but coordinator hey, played a massive role in that deal. Hey, but, it, you know, if, if Julian Sayan leaves Ohio State to go to Boston College... Maybe he committed to Alabama to, for Bill O'Brien and was happy to go to Ohio State because of Bill O'Brien, and now he's going to go to Boston College. We'll see if Julian Sayan does that. That'd be a big get for them. You can hey, cut Lance's arm off. Lunsford, do me a favor <laughs> while Brown tells us about A+. Uh, can you, Lunsford, look at uh, Ryan Williams' Twitter and just see if he has reacted at all to Ryan Grubb leaving? I haven't seen any reaction. To me, that's the one player I want to hear from. Because the other, the 19 early enrollees in that signing class, all those good players were already committed to Nick Saban. So when, they, when Nick Saban left, they had that 30-day window to leave, right? And those that left, left. And those that are still here, are still here. And they're enrolled in school. And they've got another portal coming up. To me, Ryan Grubb leaving really impacts only one guy. Because Ryan Williams decommitted when Nick Saban retired and then recommitted on National Signing Day and signed when Ryan Grubb was still the offensive coordinator, if Ryan Williams is not bitching and moaning, I don't think anybody really needs to. Yeah, but I bet from when he decommitted and went back you know, and, and put toe into pool, he probably doubled whatever he was getting. So, look, he's getting paid regardless. So, I mean, I don't know if he really cares. NIL, 
in the NFL. Tell us about A-plus, Brownie. My man Brad Bell is A-plus style home remodeling done away. I'm just pulling up the dates. He's going to be uh, down at the uh, Civic Center the uh, this weekend at the Civic Center. In fact, I think it's Home and Garden Show, I believe is what it is this weekend there at the Civic Center. So if you want to see him in Birmingham and see some of the stuff he could do, he will be there with A-plus style home remodeling. Scott is showing you what he did in our master bathroom at my house. Um, it was white. We wanted darker colors. It was a little outdated. We wanted it updated. But he, my wife, scoured the internet. She found him. We hired him. He did tremendous work for us. But it doesn't just stop uh, with master bathrooms. He does kitchens as well. And he does master bedroom closets. Scott also showing you video from a closet, which I apparently, after the chat room the other day, need to point out is not in my house. This is someone else's home. Uh, but a tremendous redo of their master bedroom closet. Looks great. Listen, you're going to enjoy an updated master bath, an updated kitchen, and an updated master bedroom closet while you own the home. But when you go to resell the home, you're going to get money back for these. I mean, this is something that is going to translate into your sales price. So add value to your home by using Brad Bell. I cannot recommend him more highly. Just uh, We show you videos and photos of the work he does, and it looks tremendous. 205-422-1758. That is 205-422-1758. If you missed any of this, reach out to me. I'll be happy to get you in touch with my man Brad Bell, A-plus tile, home remodeling. Lunsford, first off, uh, I can't make out the hat, but it's an interesting-looking hat from uh, where I am. What what do you have on the hat out there, man? Uh, This would be a Las Vegas A's hat. That's a Las Vegas A's hat? Mm Mm-hmm. And that's for the spring training hat that they'll be wearing Uh, this year? So I found out. So, uh, Tim and I used to share a love of the Tennessee Titans. As you know, I uh, famously ditched the Titans and hate them now. Famously. So, Bandwagon. Um, yeah, I honestly don't care about the NFL anymore. But wow. the I thought you were a 49ers fan. I yeah. thought you lost yesterday. I did lose yesterday, yeah. so I've moved on. He's packed um, it in. Wow. <laughs> might as well make a trend of moving on to new teams every year. Um, but anyway, we wanted a team we could support together. So when the A's moved to Las Vegas, started kind of sort of happening – we're like, okay, when the A's, if the A's actually end up in Las Vegas, we'll become giant Las Vegas A's fans. So I found out their mascot is an elephant. So having gone to Alabama, I said, why not get an elephant hat? So there you go. It's an there interesting hat. So, so they're going to jack up those uniforms. And those are great uniforms. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is not like an official like, logo. This is like an alternate logo oh, that the A's yeah. have had for a long oh. time. And they do have those spring training hats and stuff they uh, yeah, wear. I'm sure that's what this is, yeah. probably. So tell me, Ryan Williams, any... Uh, he hadn't tweeted anything. Yeah. I haven't seen that he said anything. Yeah, so he, he locked in on Bama. Uh, Kalen DeBoer commitment. Or NIL, NFL. Yeah. NIL, that's, NFL. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, oh, here we go. Ryan Williams. What does that say, Forrester? Give me Forrester's mic. I'm just showing you Ryan's last tweet, which was February 9th. Oh, that's when he was blessed to be 17. It was his birthday. It was his birthday. He's excited to see what the future holds. Yep. Little did he know. Maybe he did. It's a future without Ryan Grubb. You don't don't know that he didn't know. Maybe he did. You don't know that he didn't sit in Kalen DeBoer's office and him say, let me show you my offense because this guy's coaching in the NFL by the time you get here. (laughs) All right. When we come back, more football and a little basketball blended in on the aftermath of the Super Bowl as well. I've never seen you worry so much about one player. That it's not even played a down for Alabama. Oh, I'm not worried about him. Jimmy, all you've done is worry about him. Oh, I'm not worried about him. You just got lunch for to see if he's tweeted anything about the uh, offensive coordinator leaving. He was the one recruit on the second signing day that committed to Alabama that was he was five stars. That was just So you're if, not worried he's gonna leave. If Ryan Grubb impacted anybody yeah. staying, it wasn't the twenty eight that committed to Nick Saban. Right. Right? Those guys have opportunity one and opportunity two to leave. 
the one guy who committed while Ryan Grubb was the coach was the five-star wide receiver. And he decommitted from Nick Saban the day Saban announced his retirement. I was just checking if he decommitted again when Ryan Grubb left. I was just checking. The guy's Hollywood for a reason. He puts on a show. I was just seeing. He'd have to get out of his letter of intent, uh, which can be done, by the way. Um, I would say that I got paid the same amount of money when Dennis Franchoni was the coach, right. Mike Shula was the coach, and Nick Saban was the coach, and I'll get paid the same when Kalen DeBoer is the coach. <laughs> but that's not true. I made a lot less when Franchoni and Shula was the coach than when Saban was the coach. I just hope DeBoer can maintain my source of income. Gotcha. Yeah. We're back in a moment at TNR. Call the next round now at 205-734-0923. Are you ready for a winning season in your finances? Legacy Credit Union is bringing you a slam dunk deal on their credit cards. Apply for their balance transfer and pay zero balance transfer fees. That's right. There is no balance transfer fees, and they're offering a jaw-dropping 2.99% APR for the first six months. Whether you're looking to clear the court of those holiday expenses or just wanting to streamline your finances, apply online today, LegacyCreditUnion.com. Annual percentage rate, terms, and conditions may apply. See Credit Union for details. Federally insured by the NCUA. Remember the name Way to Wellness if you're battling weight loss in your life. I'm Jim Dunaway from the next round. There was a time I was over 216 pounds until Way to Wellness helped me lose 45 pounds. And now for over two years, they've helped me keep that weight off. Here's their website, aplanforme.com, aplanforme.com. That's a great name for a website because there's no cookie cutter plan. Everything is designed specifically for you. No contract, no sign-up fees, and your first consultation is free at Way to Wellness. Hey, Ryan Brown here from the next round. Do you want to help pay for my kids' college and look great while you're doing it? You need to go to the next round store. Everything from hats to short sleeve and long sleeve t-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, zip-up hoodies, and much more. And we're adding new things all the time. Why would you not want to see my kids get a great college education and look great out in the public while you're doing it? Get the gear we wear all the time on the show, and there's only one place to get it. Nextround.store. That's nextround.store. Hey, Lance Taylor from the next round to tell you about one of our favorite places for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That is Hamburger Heaven since 1982. Hamburger Heaven has been serving Birmingham's best hamburgers, cheeseburgers, french fries, hand-spun milkshakes, and sandwiches made fresh to order. All of their ingredients are fresh and prepared daily. This includes their beef, always fresh, never frozen, hand-pattied each and every day. For breakfast, lunch, or dinner, visit any of the four locations, Highway 280, Irondale, Gardendale, and Homewood. Hey, Lance Taylor from the next round to tell you about my friends at Michelson Laser Vision, located conveniently UAB Highlands. Almost 20 years ago, I went in for the procedure. Only took 12 minutes for both eyes. When I went in, I had 2200 vision. I was legally blind. Now I have 2015 vision, still 19 years later. Make the call today. Schedule a hassle-free consultation. 969-8100. Dr. Mark Michelson, Dr. Jen Michelson, Michelson Laser Vision. Make sure you tell them the next round sent you. 969-8100 or Michelson LaserVision.com. This hour of the next round is presented by the Birmingham Racecourse Casino. Now featuring seven days of giveaways with your chance to win a share of up to $125,000. The more you visit the Birmingham Racecourse Casino, the more chances you have to win. The next round store is live and loaded. Check out the latest logo t-shirts and hoodies. Get your favorite team colors, the next round flag shirt, or grab the popular Y'all can have the rest t-shirts. Go to nextround.store. That's nextround.store.
Best and worst of the weekend brought to you by our friends at Hemphill, Hemphill Services, LT. Tell us about the great folks there. Yeah, make the call. Make sure your HVAC unit ready to keep up with the changing weather. 205-229-2090. Adam, Chad, Andrew, the guys there. Make sure you tell them the next round sent you. Hard to stop a train. Trust the name. Birmingham is trusted since 1954 for all of your plumbing, heating, and cooling needs. 205-229-2090 or HemphillServices.com. JT83, you're exactly right. Every time I see and hear the name Deshaun Foster... I have PTSD about the 2000 Bama season. That's the great Rose Bowl game when, who was it that uh, returned the punt? Freddie Millens returned the uh, punt after an opening three and out, and then Deshaun Foster beat Alabama's head in the rest yeah, of the Yeah, what was Alabama's preseason ranking, like second or third? Second or third, third in the country, yeah. I think number three. Yeah. They were expected, coming off an SEC championship, expected to challenge for the national championship. Mike DeBose lost in overtime to Tom Brady's Michigan yeah, team. Yeah, and, and, and Mike DeBose publicly embraced the national championship expectations. Yeah. Um, so you were at... Three the, and eight that year? Yeah, yeah, and he got fired. Yeah. You were at uh, Deshaun Watson, uh, Deshaun Foster, excuse me, maybe Deshaun Watson's too. You were at Deshaun Foster's best game. And Steve Garcia's best game. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I think I was at Deshaun Watson, uh, Watson's best game, I mean, either in the desert or in Tampa. Yeah, one of those two. You're right. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. at Trevor Lawrence's best game. Probably so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You probably saw that one too. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you've I was seen at Jake t- Coker's best game. Yeah. I mean, you've seen some guys play their best game. Yep. Zach, Zach Medenberger, right? What, 2012 yeah. Yeah. MLSU? Maybe I was so. Probably at Marcel Darius's best game against Texas. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I was, yeah. I saw all of Greg McElroy's games, so I was probably at Greg McElroy's best game. <laughs> I saw them all. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I see some people's best games. Uh, I remember Freddie Millens goes into the end zone, and I turned to my photographer, and I said, National Championship. This is a, no, you this didn't. Is a, of oh, course yeah. he did. Yeah. Who was your photographer? Do you remember? Was uh, that uh, Wes Harrell? Oh, it was not Wes Harrell. Was he a Bama uh, fan? Oh, yeah. Were we, yeah, all, yeah. were we all like secretly celebrating? He was a young kid, too, in Tuscaloosa. God, I can't remember his name right now. Um, Do you remember what you did after that game? Cried? Uh, I put on aloe because I got sunburned to hell. Because uh, I was most of the time, like the Bama fans, on the end of the field uh, where there was no shade, bright sunshine, and I was not prepared for the California sunshine at the Rose Bowl. And uh, no shade at all. And I remember sunburned to heck and back. I just could not believe how Deshaun Foster ran on them that day. That was insane. That was the luckiest media day trip of my life. Uh, And I've told you guys this story before, but never on this platform. We show up, we fly into LAX, and we're, you know, me and, God, I can't remember the kid's name. But we we rush, and we got to get something for the 5 o'clock local news, which is 3 o'clock out there. And we have to meet the truck from the NBC station. They were uplinking for us, and we had no sound at all. And so we went on to UCLA's campus and at the library, just sat there, and I looked for a guy who looked like he played football, and I asked him, <laughs> do you play football? And he says, I do. And I didn't insult him by asking him who he was, and I sat down on the steps of the library and did a quick 90-second interview with him. Lance is going to love it when you t- say who it was. And then went back and started flipping through the media guide to see who it was, and it was freaking Freddie Mitchell, starting wide receiver. Does it shock you that Freddie Mitchell was willing to do an interview? For, uh, Freddie Mitchell, best known for fourth and 23, I think. <laughs> you remember that for the Eagles? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Didn't he uh, return that why would you just not ask him uh, who he was? Yeah. I was too embarrassed. I was embarrassed enough just because the first three guys I asked were not football players. Uh, by the way, Deshaun Watts or Deshaun Foster, school record 
42 rushes, 187 yards, three touchdowns. I, mean, I thought it was. It. I thought it was like 226. Honestly, and I thought it was a bigger blowout. So 35-24 was the final. Yeah, I thought they won by by more than 11. No, Bama hung in there uh, in the second half. Um, what did Freddie? Freddie had a big game that day. He caught a touchdown right in front of me. Did he point at you? It's my guy. <laughs> hey, library boy. Uh, Freddie Mitchell threw a 31-yard touchdown, also caught a 46-yard scoring pass while racking up four grabs, 91 yards on the day. Speaking of a guy that threw and caught one, I thought Jawan Jennings was going to be the Super Bowl MVP. I, I was about to say yeah. the same thing, Lance. I did too. He now, was on his way, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, I mean, I, it's hard not to go Mahomes the way he played in the second half, but Jawan Jennings had an incredible game. I saw Jason in the chat room talking about Chris Conley on special teams. Had two huge tackles and then down the ball at the one-yard line. But, I mean, if you were digging for somebody, I, I think Jawan Jennings would have been the guy. And you couldn't go this route. I get it. But the butt kicker had maybe the best kicking season in NFL history this yeah. year and was massive for them. I mean, that 57-yarder, that uh, I can't bullet. believe it didn't get blocked, though. I you saw either. the replay and how it just – Went underhand, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, I don't understand how it didn't you know, yeah. get something on that. I thought they were showing me that maybe it hit a pinky or something. Yeah, but – which, the, by the way, I always wonder how that isn't, you know, just the cap- sever, a, sever a pinky. <laughs> it's stuck if it just barely hits a pinky. Uh, what were the odds of me on a UCLA campus just randomly picking, finding a football player at all? Out of the library. And then it being the, a starting yeah. receiver. Coming that's, out of the a, library. that's a bigger one. Yes. Yeah. You weren't at the CAF. You were at the library. <laughs> yeah, like in today's NIL, you ain't going to the library to find a player. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the mall maybe? In hindsight, I should have went to like the closest pool or something. I would have had a better shot. Little, if you're trying to find one of the guys now, you probably go, you wait till late night, go to like bottle service at one of the, the local college bars, or you go to the local tailor. And whoever's... Uh, you know, actually putting together the best suit in town is probably where these guys hang out. Uh, best and worst of the weekend, I'll give a best to the grass surface that they rolled in and planted inside uh, Allegiant Stadium yesterday. No problem with the surface, no slippage, no problem at all. And it was a real grass surface that they played on last night. Uh, after some of the crap we played the Super Bowls on in recent years as they try to play an indoor game on real grass, Hats off, man, to the to the turf crew at the Super Bowl. It was perfect. Oh, it was. I mean, I I am not a big fan of those rollout roll in fields. It seems like they just don't work well. Tray system, I think. The they tray call it. system, but that one there were no issues. Yep. So hats off to everything they did in Las Vegas. I thought yeah. that was really the good. The Drake Greenlaw deal was weird, but I don't think that was turf related, no, was it? I don't no. think it was. That that sucked. I mean that, that was you know, we haven't mentioned that. That could have been I mean, their defense looks so different from first half to second yeah. half. Yeah. I mean, they with he and Warner and then what Bosa and uh, Young were doing on the edges. I mean, my gosh, that defense had – they had Kansas City in a hole. Yeah, without but Greenlaw. But to your point, that frees up a, a little room yeah. for, the, for the tight end or somebody else to make plays. Well, in their last four possessions, including overtime, Kansas City went down and scored. And they just weren't having any success early. That shows you just how precarious the Achilles can be, though, right? That's a world-class athlete yeah, yeah. who started to go out, stopped, yeah. and then goes again, and it pops. Yeah. Does that, that make you nervous about going to the mailbox? Oh, dude, my Achilles. I thought you still point. had a bet on it. I do, that I will pop it at some point. Yeah, Jim is betting he will pop his Achilles, and for some reason you bet against it. Yeah. One of the weirder stake bets of well, all I'm time. I'm trying to keep his Achilles intact. <laughs> but it's not on our sheet because, again, there's no way for uh, me to ever pay that off because I could – the only way I'm not going to pop my Achilles in my life is die. Is die. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah, you can't. 
You can't uh, win that one. So Only I Jim mean, can win that That's going to be the uncomfortable conversation. You have to go to Maggie. Hey, there are sorry about that, Jim, but. There are a few that carried over. He bit it to death, Maggie. Yeah, this one is one. <laughs> Jim didn't pop his Achilles unless he died from Achilles popping, which I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need to go pay off the uh, coroner to, to make my cause of death Achilles. It's a weird one. We've never seen this, but he died from an Achilles. More best and worst of the weekend being brought to you by our friends at Redmond Vodka. Redmond Distilling, the proud sponsor of Charles Barkley's Vodka Redmond. Yeah, locally owned and operated, available in 22 states. Asked for by name at your local bar or restaurant. If they don't have it, tell them to get it. Again, Charles Barkley, one of the great faces behind the local products. Gluten-free, eight times distilled. Available at your local package store, including Pink Package and Beverage Place. It's Redmond Vodka. Uh, Royal Payne says the field of 68 guys are coming to the 11 a.m. start uh, down in Tuscaloosa on Saturday. And then they're going down... Uh, to Auburn for Auburn hosting Kentucky. By the way, college game day returning to Auburn for, I think, the third time in Bruce Pearl's time uh, there. Fourth time in school history. So uh, pretty big deal going on. Maybe they're all under Bruce that they've been there. I don't I don't know, but I think it's the third straight year. I doubt they showed up for Tony Barbie. <laughs> yes. Maybe the Cliff Ellis days. I don't know yes. if they were doing game day back then. What was y'all's best of the weekend? Uh, I think Scott's actually got some video. I don't know where he got it from. From my best of the weekend, we were participants in a uh, Mardi Gras parade. Like, I, I learned. We were. I learned, number one, that Birmingham has a Mardi Gras parade. So I learned that. Uh, and then number two, I learned that uh, Bud Light wanted us on their float. And we went through the Avidale area on the Bud Light float. Uh, Scott shows you some video there. We had a good time with our friends from Adam's Beverage and the people that showed up for the Mardi Gras. Parade. Yeah, you know, I, it, 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 we were worried about the weather all day. Yep. Look at that it crowd. did not start raining until we actually pulled out on the float. That's like six or seven deep down through the Avondale area. Yeah. That. But it yeah. only lasted a few minutes. So, yeah, that was... Uh, I rain, had no yeah. idea either. Yeah, I had no idea we had a Mardi Gras parade in Birmingham. Had a good time doing it. Dunaway had on his... Uh, yeah, Lutzford was funny best. on Twitter with that, right? Yeah. I mean, Dunaway playing it. Did you take that home? Uh, I did. Jimmy, eyes wide shut, says Lunsford over there. <laughs> but a huge crowd, and uh, we threw out a lot of beads. Yeah. And Brownie got on a megaphone at one point. I did. They had, they had, they had the, the whole point. I think he had yeah. the megaphone going. Yeah. Well, you were standing behind Brown. I was standing uh, right in front of Brown. <laughs> it bothered, bothered Dunaway. I didn't bother Apparently. Him. Yeah. yeah. Now, we got video of it. Uh, so maybe that video will come out. We were okay. just, you know, helping the fans have a little have a little fun. What was your best of the weekend? Uh, best of the weekend was how the game. I mean, it was just it was a good game. Worst of the weekend, though, was the Chiefs actually pulling it out and me losing another Super Bowl side. Mm-hmm. It is sad that. The football season is over with. That's the worst of the uh, weekend. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get the Hall of Fame game, which will be the next game, oh. coming up in uh, early August. Um, but we're about 206 days away from that Thursday night next NFL game, and we're 194 days away from week zero of college football. They have not announced participants for the Hall of Fame game, but normally it's a tie-in to somebody that's being inducted. There are two Bears going in with Mongo McMichael and uh, Devin Hester. Right. So I would imagine the I Bears are probably that. involved. Um, I can see that. I saw uh, Julius odds. Peppers is in. Was he a Panther? Uh, he was a he Panther was. at one point, yeah. yeah. I saw odds to win Super Bowl 59. San Francisco is your favorite. My Rams 35 to 1. Uh oh. Miami was 18 to 1. We got better Bucks odds. 75 to 1. Oh, I had yeah. him at 65 to 1 at my bookie. Uh, San Francisco plus 550. Yep. Kansas City plus 650. Baltimore plus 900, Buffalo plus 950, 
then Detroit, Cincinnati, Miami, Philadelphia, Green Bay, Dallas. I had you at 17th on the list I was looking yeah, at. That's about right. 35 to 1. Plus 3,500. Yep. 22nd for Tampa Bay, plus 6,500. Seattle, one spot ahead of the Bucks at 21st. So Ryan Grubb, uh, they're not expecting to lead the Seahawks to a Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, that is sad, though, in all the celebration of the – and hopefully one day my team's lifting the Lombardi. I mean, Larry Zonka was back there because it's been 50 years since we last did it, by the way. Uh, hopefully my team is lifting the Lombardi one day, and I'll get to bask in the excitement. But it's kind of a sad event for me when that celebration's going on because I know football's over for quite a while now. Yeah, I Some mean, really good basketball still to come, though, including our conversation with Ron Slay. Move him now to start the hour number three. That's coming up. When we come back, we'll do our four downs and a lot more of your best and worst in the weekend in the chat room. Jay Price, Mondo McMichael in bad health, if I'm not mistaken. I oh, do yeah, believe he's bad. battling ALS. Yeah, um, His... Um, Partner was on the field. She was celebrating at the Super Bowl yesterday his announcement for him. Uh, it was very emotional when they, they got word that uh, he was going into this Hall of Fame class. We continue on the show being brought to you by our friends at the University of Montevallo. If you're looking for a great place for your son or daughter to go to school, make it the University of Montevallo. Great academics. A lot of teachers get their degree at Montevallo, their master's degree and whatever. Business school, broadcasting school. And if your son or daughter wants to continue their high school athletic career into college, 23 NCAA Division II fully funded scholarship sports. Check them out online, montevallo.edu, montevallo.edu, and schedule that in-person tour right there with the University of Montevallo. Everything Alabama, all the time. Subscribe and set alerts at Roll Tide Pods on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, you're in the red zone for every college rivalry and divisional matchup all season long. On game day, you never have to decide which teams to watch. Only what combination of bites, burgers, wings, and more to order. Plus, where else are your favorite draft beers always poured at a frozen 29 degrees? Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Stick around after the sun sets. Twin Peaks is open really late. Wind down with bourbon and late night bites. Only at Twin Peaks. Spring weather is here, and our friends at Hemphill Services are offering a $69 HVAC tune-up, plus 10% off any service call when you mention the next round. Call Adam, Chad, and the guys at Hemphill Services. Make sure your HVAC unit is ready to keep up with the changing weather. Hemphill Services, locally owned and operated independent train dealer. The team can service all makes and models. For all of your plumbing, heating, and cooling needs, call Hemphill Services. It's hard to stop a train. 205-229-2090 or HemphillServices.com. That's 205-229-2090, HemphillServices.com. Follow Next Round Live on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. The social media team at Next Round Live is dedicated to giving you daily news conferences and practice video from UAB, Alabama, Auburn, and around college football. Follow and compare to the sites you used to visit. You'll also get the latest highlights and news from the Next Round Daily Show. Turn on the notifications so you don't miss a thing. Next Round Live on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. See more at nextroundlive.com. Hey, Lance Taylor from the next round to tell you about one of our favorite places for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That is Hamburger Heaven since 1982. Hamburger Heaven has been serving Birmingham's best hamburgers, cheeseburgers, french fries, hand-spun milkshakes, and sandwiches made fresh to order. All of their ingredients are fresh and prepared daily. This includes their beef, always fresh, never frozen, hand-pattied each and every day. For breakfast, lunch, or dinner, visit any of the four locations, Highway 280, Irondale, Gardendale, and Homewood. 
Follow Next Round Live on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. The social media team at Next Round Live is dedicated to giving you daily news conferences and practice video from UAB, Alabama, Auburn, and around college football. Follow and compare to the sites you used to visit. You'll also get the latest highlights and news from the Next Round Daily Show. Turn on the notifications so you don't miss a thing. Follow Next Round Live on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. See more at nextroundlive.com. Bandwagon wants to remind you that baseball and softball season is right around the corner and their shelves are stocked with everything your kid needs. From grip tape to gloves to custom uniforms, Bandwagon has all the gear, big and small, for those ballpark days. Until February 3rd, you spend $100 on baseball or softball equipment and Bandwagon will give you $20 off. Just tell them the next round sent you. Visit locations in Cahaba Heights, Homewood, and Trustful or go online to bandwagonsports.com. Next round listeners, it's time to jump on the Bandwagon. Restoration Roofing bringing you the question of the day for LT and get the guys. Greg from Pell City can answer that question. What's going on on your roof with a free no-cost roof inspection? All you have to do is call him on his cell phone. uh, And it's a real easy number. You'll see it on your screen there. 205-542-3531-542-3531. He'll get on that roof, give you a free no-cost, no-obligation inspection. Or you can look him up on Facebook, Greg from Pell City. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Has all the best warranties. And they're locally owned. That makes a difference, too, because Greg's not going anywhere. He and his wife own the company. The crews are local. He'll take care of you. And the insurance companies work so good with him. And you can just jump in our chat at any time and ask the folks who have used Greg from Pell City, and they'll rave about him. 205-542-3531. Or Greg from Pell City at his Storm Restoration Roofing. 70s Steelers, 90s Cowboys, the twenty, the 2000 Patriots, and the 2010 Patriots, the only teams to win three in five years now with the Kansas City Chiefs. Obviously, you call this a dynasty. Oh, right? yeah, you got to call this a dynasty. You asked the question last week, and I think both Brown and I agreed. When you're winning back-to-backs and the first time it's been done in what, I guess, Jim Nance said yesterday is a generation. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think you got to sum this up as a dynasty. Three and five years in the NFL is nearly impossible. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know how you don't sum it up that way, and there really are no signs of it ending. I mean, you look at Patrick Mahomes. He lost his best offensive weapon in Tyreek Hill to Miami. He's had, in a lot of ways, a very average group of receivers. And Travis Kelsey, in spite of everything that's happened to the postseason, having one of his worst regular season years of his career, and still they won the world championship. Yeah. He was good in the postseason. He was. But to your point... Tyreek Hill, they've won two Super Bowls now without him. And Miami has not won one with him. Yeah. So, I mean, he's, he's a great player, obviously, but that just shows you how good Reed and Mahomes are. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty amazing. Uh, going into that game, did you think that um, the best play caller on the field was Kyle Shanahan, though? No, oh, yeah, I did. I think it's Reed. I think Reed's got the longer history of doing it. Yeah, I still would go Shanahan. I mean, Reed's obviously the better coach. There's no doubt. Yeah, there's zero doubt on that one. Yeah, I just Reed's when when has Reed had bad offense? You know, I mean, the guy's been in the NFL a long time. No, he has, but I mean, he does have the luxury of having Pat Mahomes. He does. I mean, you know, Shanahan's calling a offense with better overall pieces, and Reed's calling an offense with definitely the better yep. of the two quarterbacks. Uh, I will tell you that. Uh, Reed had that hip, hip replacement. Yeah. Almost got knocked down by Travis Kelsey when Kelsey was telling him to leave him in the game. 
And then afterwards, he Chris Chris Jones is celebrating on the field, and Andy lays down on top of him to celebrate. Gets in his mask and is yelling at him, you know, excitement. And he has to be helped up off of him. He can't get up off the ground. He's trying to get up, and it's getting any more awkward than two grown men laying on top of each other in the field. Well, it was going to be really awkward if he would have gone down when when Kelsey bumped him. And I'll tell you, winning does a million different things for you, all positive. Because an organization, if you had that and you weren't winning games, that could go south quickly. Oh, If they had lost that game, the postgame would have been different. Andy Reid said every point of the way that – Oh, no, that's just – I like that competitiveness. That was just him saying he wanted the ball, he'd score if I left him in the game, blah, 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 blah. I like that. If they lose, I don't think it plays no, that way to no, your point. No, 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 no. Uh, it'll be interesting when all the NFL film stuff comes out because Kelsey's mic'd, and I can't wait to hear what he say, says there. He joked on the post game that I was just telling him how much I loved him. And he goes, but I was Mike, so everybody will know exactly what I said oh, enough. I'm sure it was premeditated, whatever he said. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be a Taylor Swift quote. Oh, I don't know about that. Let's do our four downs today. Brought to you by our friends at Slice LT. Tell us about Slice. You have four great locations for you. Get in and see the Bajaya Brothers. Soon to be a fifth location this spring. Coming to the Homewood uh, store in Edgewood. Stop into one of those great locations. Enjoy a slice and salad for lunch. Or pick up the to-go special. That's seven nights a week. You get two of the specialty pizzas, half pan of the salad, 12 of the fire-baked wings, only $75. For more information, SliceBirmingham.com. First down. Ron Slay, next segment, by the way, Mountain Dew 136 there. Glad you uh, jumped in the chat with us today. Lunsford saying, Taylor said, go bump into Andy. It'll play great for TV. Hashtag rigged. Yeah. Lunsford is all in on the rigged stuff, aren't you, Lunsford? I think he's being sarcastic. He's Lunsford. a big, big Taylor guy. He didn't think Taylor would be shown as much as she did. Did you see? I didn't think Taylor would be shown that much either. Hey, Lunsford, did you see this? Look so at this kiss right here. She, uh... Baked. She, news. she booked a private jet. They did have uh, they 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 have awkward engagement when they do kiss a little. Lance bit. is good. he's gonna he's gonna die yeah. on this hill. I, no, I will <laughs> say that uh, they will be done before her new album yeah. drops. Yeah, okay, it drops in April. It drops yeah. Two months. Yeah. Two months. Yeah. Okay, April nineteenth. Yeah, right. yeah. Right. They won't be in the same city that much together unless he goes on tour with her. Which she, he is, by the way. He is. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. so they so to fly from Tokyo to L.A., she got a private jet, and I read a story where the company that she contracted for the private jet actually sent two just in case there were mechanical issues with the first one. <laughs> Why would you not, right? No, like Air I Force, would 100%. Air Force One, Air Force Two. Do you know the bad PR you would get as a company if yeah. you couldn't get her off the ground and she missed the Super that Bowl? That would be bad. Yeah. Hey, honey, what are you doing this weekend? I'm the backup plane <laughs> that's, right. that's got to get Taylor Swift from Tokyo to the Super Bowl. They uh, sent two jets. Yeah. Does the other one follow the other one in the air just, just in case. case it has to land it's somewhere? Like, it's like uh, the Harrison Ford Air Force One movie where yeah. they have to tether them together and she slides across. <laughs> On first down, who wins their Super Bowl first, Kyle Shanahan or Josh Allen? I will go Kyle Shanahan. Again, in the AFC, so difficult to, first of all, be able to go through that gauntlet and get there with all the elite quarterbacks. Josh Allen really hasn't been close. And Kyle Shanahan... Three times, uh, one is an offense coordinator, two is a head coach, double-digit leads. They've lost all these. I thought it would be different this year. does seem to be getting closer every time. Well, I would say this. Um, Shanahan's cursed in the Super Bowl. Allen's cursed in the AFC playoffs. And 
Both of them by Mahomes. Both of them by Mahomes, <laughs> ironically. Uh, uh, but, I mean, at least Shanahan's making the Super Bowls. This is his third, so I would I would say he wins one before Josh Allen. Okay, what if I said Kyle Shanahan or Caleb Williams? It's a build for Caleb Williams just to get there. Yeah. I would go Shanahan still. I would go Shanahan. Okay. Hey, look, Shanahan, I, I believe that he is firmly one of the top five coaches in football. Second down. Okay. In the NFC now, who wins their next Super Bowl? 49ers or Cowboys? 49ers. Again, Cowboys haven't been close. 49ers close. Yeah. But but that team, you're about to have to pay Purdy. About to have to either pay or lose Iuk. Debo Samuel's getting old. Yeah, well, you've already. More. Christian McCaffrey has been really good, but he's about to have to get paid more. I mean, a lot of Carolina I think money. Chris Jones is up too, isn't he? I think he was. Uh, just, I don't know. I thought it was in his contract. Uh, Micah is about to get paid. Yeah. Uh, CD Lamb's about to get paid. I just don't trust Dallas. I mean, I as long either. as Jerry is alive, they're not going to win another one. Yeah, I would go San Francisco. Hmm. Was that the question? That was. Okay, I'd go San Francisco. Okay, I'm not going to do a stake. I felt like a stake for Dallas for a second, but I'm not going to do a stake. Third down. I mean, there's some contractual problems coming up for San Francisco here. Yeah, Um, I would take my Rams to win another Super Bowl before Dallas does. I might go with Lance on that, too. Good organization, I guess. Um, Now, after you saw this weekend and everything that shook out, who wins the SEC regular season in basketball? Who's your? Who would you put your money on right now? Eight games left to play, or is it seven now? I think it's seven, and I think I, think I would go Tennessee. Tennessee like coming still. off the loss, yeah. Yeah, I mean that, that. It feels like Tennessee at Alabama is going to be, and I just feel like the, the at least for the one seed again. There might be a tie where you split it, but Tennessee Alabama for the one seed. It and, feels like. And Dunaway, I forgot where we were. Oh, we were at a local brewery on Saturday when that beatdown was going on. Um, I was I mean, floored. It, it sounds weird to say that again. A and M playing extremely well right now, and Wade Taylor an incredible game this past Saturday against Tennessee. But Tennessee's defense, although it didn't in College Station, seems to travel. So I, you know, I just go by loss columns because you know you guys go half games like it's baseball, but they're all going to play eighteen before it's said and done. So Alabama and Carolina have two losses, and Auburn and Tennessee have three losses. That is now. correct. That's correct. Yes. Okay. So it'll be one of those four, you think, right? You would have yeah, to think, yeah. And it's South Carolina. As good as the story has been, it's got to take on water sooner or later. I know they've got to go Wednesday night. I think you and Little T are going to Neville for that game on Valentine's. Uh, but sooner or later, there's got to be some separation with what we have believed are the three big all-year Alabama, Auburn, and Tennessee. It just dawned on me that's Valentine's Day. <laughs> you had not thought of that. I have not told Maggie. Somebody asked me last night when you left because Taylor was talking about going on. Yeah. The, they were like, well, Maggie Karen. I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. This is my gift to her. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, they did not even dawn on me that was Valentine's Day. <laughs> Fourth down. Um, happy birthday. Would have been happy birthday to Abraham Lincoln. Okay. He's uh, not with us anymore. He was born on this day, but he is no longer with us. He He'd have been old. Better career had they not been shot. Oh my God. <laughs> I like this. I like where your head is today, don't Abe I? Lincoln or John Lennon? Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. John Lennon was no, the lead singer know. of the Beatles, yeah. right? Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves. Well, he did. Yeah, but well, somebody well, was going to do that. It goes back <laughs> to... Somebody, somebody was going to build the car. Yeah, but I, somebody was going to do this. Yeah, I, mean, I, I would say see, John Lennon. Yeah, I, I'm going to go Abraham Lincoln. He was president of the United yeah, States yeah. of America. Maybe the most important president of all time. Uh, it was a critical time. The country okay. was at war against itself. Bill Russell 
Also would have been his birthday today, Bill Russell or Abraham Lincoln, greatest career. Abe Lincoln. Abe Lincoln still. Yeah, yeah. Bill Russell, really good. Though. Bill Russell had a great career. <laughs> but John Lennon, a much better career than Bill Russell. I know he won 10 or 11 championships, but John Lennon was still a Beatle. Yeah, I think Bill Russell better than John Lennon. Oh, That's wow. our four downs today, brought to you by our friends at Slice. We appreciate them so much. We'll talk basketball with the one and only Ron Slay, who I think was in Vegas. He was. This past week for the Super Bowl. So we'll talk to Slay after this quick timeout. Everything Next Round is on demand now in the podcast section at nextroundlive.com.